On the precipice of the next generation of consoles from Sony and Microsoft and on the brink of handing over plenty of hard-earned cash, should I actually be able to locate either a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, I found myself wondering, is console gaming actually expensive? Obviously, the initial upfront purchase price will be high, but I wanted to go a little deeper than that to just figure out how much a system is worth and figure out the cost over the lifespan of the system and compare it to other similar hobbies, PC gaming included. For the most part, gaming is just that, a hobby, which means that comparing them to other hobbies and pastimes will provide the best answer. This leads us to try to figure out what are the comparable hobbies to gaming. The easiest answer would be other gaming avenues such as board games, RPG cards, and we could also include other forms of media including movies and TV. Typically, you purchase the console once and you should be good for around 7 years, which is close to the average lifespan of a modern video game console. Sure, there are outliers, and if a console is struggling, there is a much greater chance of the plug being pulled early. Famously, or more likely, infamously, the original Xbox only lasted four years on the market before Microsoft introduced the Xbox 360. The Nintendo Wii U only had about five years before the Switch was released, and of course, the Sega Dreamcast had less than two years on the North American market. For the most part, even dating as far back as the early 80s when the NES was released, you can expect a solid seven years out of your console before the company introduces a new one, not factoring in the half-step consoles that we saw this past generation. You could also continue to use your console for much longer than 7 years, but this is generally around the time when the company puts out the successor and the support slows down on the older unit. Now with the information that we have available to us, let's see if we can figure out if console gaming is too expensive this week on the Video Games Podcast. Before jumping into comparable hobbies, let's try to figure out the cost of ownership for a console as a baseline. Using the PlayStation 4 as the example makes sense due to the amount of people that purchase them, which currently sits at just over 100 million. And using data from Sony's earnings reports, we can also see that they have sold a little over a billion games. One billion. Keeping those numbers even for simplicity's sake, that works out to about 10 games per PlayStation 4 owner, which is the attach rate, and that is pretty good. Trying to figure out the purchase price for those games is much tougher due to games being on sale often, being cheaper than full price when released, and being quite inexpensive with the likes of indie titles. And if I had to think of an average price of each game purchased, I would assume that it would fall around $30. Using these extremely rough numbers, the cost of game ownership is around $300, and this would be added to the cost of the console, which at launch was $399. And combining these two figures gives you a total of $700, and when divided by the years that you would have owned the console, it breaks down to approximately $100 a year, or about $8 a month. In 2019, Limelight conducted a study of over 4,500 people from all over the world and found that the average gamer plays just a little over 7 hours a week, and this simply works out to 28 hours a month and 336 hours a year. 
And when you crunch the average yearly cost with the average yearly hours played, you were looking at around 29 cents per hour or just slightly over what arcades cost almost 30 years ago. The only difference here is that your play session isn't 45 seconds and you're doing it from the comfort of your own home. One of the most popular forms of media consumption in the world is Netflix. And based on their last earnings report, they currently have over 180 million paid users. And this is not including people that are sharing passwords because if it was, that number would be a lot greater. The cost of Netflix is also now increasing as it was just announced this week. The most common plan will now be 14 and the premium plan will be 18, which works out to an average of 16 a month. The average Netflix user watches about two hours a day, which works out to 14 hours a week and 56 hours a month. Using the same formula, the average cost of Netflix annually is around $192 and the average time spent on Netflix annually is 672 hours. And this breaks down to a cost of around $0.28 cents an hour, which is just $0.01 cent cheaper than gaming. However, you do need to have something to stream this content, which is paramount for streaming, which could be an Apple TV, a smart TV, an iPad, a computer, or even a PlayStation 4. Adding this to the equation would raise the cost more than one cent. Also, there isn't one person I know that only subscribes to one service. Most people have multiple subscriptions to services like Amazon Prime Video, Hulu, Disney Plus, and many of the other options out there. Having just one additional subscription would essentially double the hourly cost. And this means that in theory, console gaming is cheaper than watching Netflix or any other streaming service. Although console gaming might get treated like a little brother when compared to PC gaming, there are plenty of benefits to console gaming that I personally think outweigh PC gaming. Now, more than ever with consoles looking like PCs these days, it becomes somewhat simpler to compare and see that the value on the initial purchase is clear. Obviously, building a powerhouse PC will produce better technical results, but that will come at a greater price, and this doesn't factor into the simplicity of console gaming. You could build a high-end PC and just a top-tier graphics card will run you around 1500 US, or you can have a pre-built PS5 or Xbox Series X that is using pretty decent tech, but since they are built in such high quantities, the company is able to pass on the savings to the consumer. And based on similar specs of what's inside both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, it would cost in the ballpark of around 1000 to build something somewhat equivalent. This already shows that console gaming is a more affordable option if you're into video games. Going on the assumption that PC gamers and console gamers share similar habits when looking at total hours spent and games purchased, this would mean that the only real difference between PC and console is the total upfront cost on the tech. In 2019, Bloomberg reported that over the next few years, the value of the board game and card industry will be around $25 billion, which is very impressive for a hobby that doesn't seem to gain the mainstream attention like video games and movies. The video game industry is worth about $75 billion annually, and when combining all of the elements of the film industry, it adds up to around $135 billion annually. Finally, for purpose of comparing similar forms of entertainment, according to CNBC, the value of the streaming industry is currently around $100 billion, 
with that figure expected to grow to $120 billion by 2022. Although those estimates were made prior to the pandemic, and it wouldn't be a surprise to see that figure balloon even greater than $120 billion by 2022. According to a 2017 study of 500 board game enthusiasts from Print Ninja, it showed that this crowd likes to spend money with only 6% spending less than $100 annually, 15% spent between $100 and $199, 19% spent between $200 and $399, 16% spent between $400 and $599, 21% spent between 600 and 1000 and 22% spent more than $1000 annually on board games. This means that over 50% of board game players spend over $400 annually, which is essentially like buying a new PlayStation 4 every year since it was released. Trying to figure out time spent playing board games is even harder, but going on the assumption of realistic times to get together with loved ones or friends, you're looking at basically the weekend. And this means that the time spent playing board games is limited, most likely, to Friday and Saturday night. And I would ballpark an average playing session between 3-4 to four hours. You get together around 7 or 8 in the evening, and you disband around midnight. And this works out to an average board game player spending 7 hours a week enjoying their hobby, which equates to 336 hours annually. Once again, using the same formula as before, we arrive at an hourly cost of 84 cents, which is around triple the cost of video games and triple the cost of streaming. While there is something great about the analog nature of trading cards and board games, despite any technology, it still costs much more than the other options. At the end of the day, the whole point of these comparisons isn't to belittle anyone's hobby, but instead to give a perspective on just how affordable console gaming can be. I've always been a firm believer in spending your money wherever it makes you the happiest, and if happiness lies within console gaming, then that's great. Or if a luxury vehicle makes you happy, then by all means purchase one. If you want a brand new iPhone every year because of the way it makes you feel. Or if enrolling in a spin class or even buying a Peloton brings you joy, then do whatever makes you happy, whether it's practical or not. Life is too short not to do whatever makes you happy. And if console gaming is what puts a smile on your face, then you can smile more knowing it's only around a quarter an hour. Console gaming, PC gaming, video streaming, cards or board games are all very affordable and a great way to pass the time with a smile on your face. And at an average cost of less than a dollar a day, all you need to do is skip that cup of coffee at your favorite spot once or twice a week to make room in your budget. That's all for the Video Games Podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you did, please consider subscribing if you haven't already, telling a friend, or leaving a positive review. As we learned today, console gaming is quite affordable, but it's also important to remember how fun it can be, so please, be nice to your fellow gamer, and more importantly, be nice to your fellow human. Music